It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. If you were a regular Oprah Show viewer, Gary Zukov is probably a familiar face. In order to find true meaning, purpose, and joy in our lives, Gary says we have to create authentic power, which he defines as the alignment of your personality with your soul. According to Gary, your relationships play a key role in your spiritual development. I wanted to talk to Gary and his wife, Linda Francis, about their relationship, or as they call it, their spiritual partnership. And what better way to do that than by inviting them to join me under the oaks in my own backyard to talk about one of my favorite topics, spiritual partnerships, which also is a subject of Gary's latest book. So we spent a lot of time talking about authentic power and how that comes to us. And now you've written a book called uh, spiritual partnerships, the journey to authentic power, which I find so fascinating that you use the concept of being a spiritual partner, which I learned from the Oprah show. A spiritual partnership is a partnership between equals, between for the equals of spiritual, of spiritual growth. growth, for the purpose of spiritual growth, how we use a spiritual partnership to create authentic power. How, how do we do that? Creating authentic power is the reason that a spiritual partnership happens. In other words, Linda and I are spiritual partners. I'm committed to my spiritual growth, to creating authentic power. Linda is committed to her spiritual growth. I can't create it for her. She can't create it for me. But I can support her, and she can support me. And as you begin to be someone who is more interested in becoming emotionally aware and taking responsibility mm -hmm. for what you create than in blaming other people. You draw other people to you who are doing the same. So when you all first met, Linda, were yes. you spiritual partners immediately? We actually, we were mm -hmm. immediately. I, I met Gary uh, at a spiritual retreat. He was uh, giving a workshop, mm -hmm. uh, one hour talk actually. But I had read The Dancing Wooly Masters mm -hmm. and The Seat of the Soul. And so I met him a few years after The Seed of the Soul had been written. And so uh, when, I, when I met him, um, I felt like we were being connected. And I didn't understand that. I just felt that. I mm -hmm. didn't think he thought that, but I felt that we were by the universe. Mm -hmm. So immediately, though, Gary began to 
talk to me in ways that I'd never had anyone, a, a man especially, talk to me. He began to tell me things about himself that he was experiencing. In other words, I'll, I'll give you an example. He uh, told me that um, he felt like he didn't want to hug me. And all, there were all these people at the retreat. He didn't want to, to be near me. He didn't want to hug me. And he didn't understand that. And he felt like there was something going on with him. And so he wanted to discover what that was. And he didn't want to stop me from hugging him or, you know, whatever I, I need, wanted to do. But, um, but he, because he, he knew there was something going on in him. Mm -hmm. So that was so novel to me to have someone actually say what was really going on with them. Really? That I was excited about the possibility of having more conversations with him. Okay, so what was going on with you that you would say to her, don't hug me? He didn't, he didn't say, don't hug me. He just said. He said, I feel like there's a part of me that doesn't want to hug you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what, what that is or why wow. that is. And I want to discover what well, that is. Well, that's really in touch with yourself that you can say that. Well, it was quite, I, 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 I couldn't not see it. There, this was a retreat with a lot of people. They're uh, sort of new age, to use that term. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of hugging going on. <laughs> and there was one person. New there. agers love to hug. They do. <laughs> but I love to hug, too. Yeah. So, well, I guess that means, anyway. <laughs> so Linda was there, and she was the one person I didn't want to hug. And I noticed that she gives two-minute hugs, and I didn't want from, one from her. So I thought, that's an anomaly. That, that's, that's very unusual. Why is this happening? Uh, I didn't feel attracted to her in any way. In fact, I felt pushing her away. Mm -hmm. and, I, and she was the only person I felt this way about. So I decided to talk to her about it. And that's what I said. I, I won't reject your love. I knew she was a very loving person. And I didn't mean romantic love. I was a secular monk at the time. Wow. So that's, that's kind that's of how, how you started. It started, you okay. know, and I, and that but, beats, but, I met him in the supermarket. I got to tell you, <laughs> <laughs> but remember, I knew I was being connected with him though. Mm -hmm. Not in, I've, I've had many attractions in my life where I'm attracted to someone. And, but I felt that was really from fear-based parts of my personality mm -hmm. that wanted to find someone that would complete me. Yes. Yes. And it wasn't like that at all. Yes. So whenever you're looking for a partner because you want to find that person, I actually said this to Tom Cruise a long time ago, that that movie, Jerry Maguire, mm -hmm. You Complete Me, really messed a lot of people up because mm -hmm. so many people, you know, every, you know every, there wasn't a dry eye in the movie theater and all the women went, oh, he com she completes him. Right. When in fact, no one completes you. No, mm -hmm. no, in fact, there is no way I could have been in a relationship, a spiritual partnership with Gary, had I not done the work that I had done on myself because I really got it. One time when I had a relationship before I met Gary, I had been looking for someone to be the right one. Yes. And until I was in tremendous pain over uh, feeling betrayed, which mm -hmm. of course, you know, I mean, he, I, I had red flags everywhere, but mm -hmm. I didn't want to look at them. I didn't want to see what was going on. I was in denial. Mm -hmm. But once I saw what was happening and allowed myself to feel the pain of that, mm -hmm. then I was able to say, I am not going to be around you anymore because I really um, am going to be the right person for myself, basically. Mm -hmm. And I did. I, I created a life where I was the right person instead of, you know, and changed myself mm -hmm. rather than trying to find someone to complete me, which really changed everything. And I know I would have never met Gary had I not done that had work. Had not done the work for that. There's no way. I think that's so powerful what you just said. It resonates with me and I know that many people hearing it will, um, the reason I'm 
emphasizing it is so you can really hear it, that instead of looking for the right person, work to make yourself the right person yes. for you yes. and the right person will then be drawn to you based upon the work that you've done for yourself. That's exactly. That's what I hear you saying. That's exactly. Yeah, everybody right. who's exactly. looking for somebody and believe me, there are lots of people who are like looking for Mr. Right or Ms. Right or whatever yes. that is to yes. complete them. That's I'm amazing. so grateful to that person that was in my life at that time because I really used that as an opportunity to change everything for myself. And so when the idea, first of all, the definition is so, for me, clear and poignant. A spiritual yes. partnership is a partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth. Let's go through each phase of that definition. Yes. What do you mean by a partnership between equals? If you look at the people around you, some of them are stronger, some right. of them are weaker, some of them can draw, some of them can write, some of them are wonderful mothers right. and others are wonderful carpenters. Uh, all of the inequality that you see are all characteristics of a personality. So when you connect with somebody and you feel equal, that is a soul-to-soul -soul connection. Personalities are not equal. Gotcha. Personalities are not equal. Souls are? Correct. Equality is understanding that there is nothing and no one in the universe more important than you. And there is nothing and no one in the universe less important than you. All right. Now, here's the thing that equality can teach you. If you don't feel equal, you're going to feel either superior or inferior. Mm -hmm. And both superiority and inferiority are experiences of parts of the personality that originate in fear. Yes, mm -hmm. I get that. It's not possible to enter a spiritual partnership as an equal except soul to soul. If you're not equal, then you're either superior, or feeling inferior. superior or inferior. Mm -hmm. And if you are feeling one of those, then you know that a frightened part of your personality is active. So when I'm with Linda, for example, or with you, or with anyone that I'm a spiritual partner with, I try to use emotional awareness mm -hmm. and see, am I feeling inferior? Am I trying to please? Am I distorting who I am because I want something from somebody or just mm -hmm. their smile? Or am I feeling superior and entitled and I don't care? You know, do what you want. Here's who I am. And, and, but there's no connection. There, there's mm -hmm. no connection. Either one of those is a frightened part of my personality. And I know that I want to challenge it. And let's talk about what spiritual growth is because you know, it is, spirituality is a dirty word for a lot of people in this country, unfortunately. Really? Really. Mm. What I mean is, to me, spirituality means becoming more aware. Okay. More responsible. Looking at everything as sacred. Learning to interact with others in a way that is reverent. Creating harmony and cooperation and sharing. Mm -hmm. How can that be anything but wonderful? And how can it be anything but extraordinarily challenging? Mm -hmm. I would agree with you. But I think a lot of people, when you use the word spiritual, people think that, oh, are you trying to tell people how to be religious? Or are you trying to talk about religious beliefs? Or you, which it is not. It is, for me, following the, the, the pathway of your spirit. It's living with an open heart and a willingness to see the possibility for all that is your life. That's what spiritual yes. path means for me. That's what it means for me also, mm -hmm. having to do with the soul. 
Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Thomas's presents Tackling Traffic with Tom. Good morrow. Tis your reminder to savor the morning with Thomas's breakfast. And while you may not be able to control what occurs on your commute, like your horse and buggy popping a wheel and axle on the way to the schoolhouse, you can control what you put atop your soft but crunchy bagel and the toastiness of your English muffin. So do take the time to savor the morning with Thomas's. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Okay, spiritual partnership is a partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth, meaning yes. we are in agreement that in this relationship, we are both going to grow ourselves forward. Correct? Correct. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. And so you can be married, physically married, as yes. you two are, yes. and not have a spiritual par partnership. Uh, in fact, most people that are married don't have a spiritual partnership. That's right. right. Yes. Most we, people that are married do not, do not have a spiritual yet, partnership. Yet, but they can begin to develop one. That's what's so exciting. So Gary and I had a spiritual partnership first, and then we decided to have a spiritual partnership ceremony and get married but, but one, support each other. But one of the things you say about spiritual partnerships, spiritual partnerships do not necessarily mean you, that you are there till death do you part. No, it does not no. mean that. If Gary decided not to create authentic power anymore, then we couldn't be in a spiritual partnership. It wouldn't work. Or if I did that, we wouldn't be in a spiritual partnership. But you could still have your marriage. We could. Yes, oh, but, we but could. That, yes, but that wouldn't happen because our relationship is spiritual partner. It's not marriage. Mm -hmm. That's what brought us together. We got married yes. because I love Linda and she loves me. And we wanted to take care of each other. We want to take care of our children and our grandchildren. Right. So we got married. Uh, I didn't love her more or less. I love her. I mean, we're, we're in life together and we're spiritual partners. So let's clarify. You, a spiritual partnership is a partnership between eagles for the purpose of spiritual growth. And you have multitudes of spiritual partnerships in your lifetime. You, should, you are blessed and fortunate if you can be married to or be in a partnership, romantic partnership, uh, even though romantic Sism is an illusion with somebody who you're also a spiritual partner with. I think it's wonderful to be a spiritual partner with someone that I live with and mm -hmm. that we work together, we mm -hmm. create together. Mm -hmm. She brings up every part of my personality that's frightened mm -hmm. as well as loving. Because that is person. what spiritual partnerships do. That's, yes. They hit your buttons. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, everyone presses your buttons, but spiritual partners know that they're together in order to grow spiritually. And so and the buttons will be pressed. The buttons will be pressed just... Because that's the point. Yes. The point is that when the buttons are pressed, they'll not try to work things out, come to compromises, but they'll try to, for example, Linda will say, ask me, is, are, do you think you're in a frightened part of your personality or a loving part? Did that come from love or from fear? What was your intention for saying that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Not to try to make me feel better or wrong, but to help me become more aware so that I can make responsible choices. Here's a big question, and then a lot of people who 
you know, work on this team, wanted to know, do you all argue? Um, absolutely. Okay. We still do have we arguments. Do. We still do, but we catch them much quicker. I mean, mm -hmm. like sometimes. You have disagreements. Absolutely. We get in a power struggle. Absolutely. He ticks you off. Uh, that happens. That yes. happens. You, she but, does the same for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. But what I know no, when that happens. No, she irritates frightened parts of my personality and activates. And so that was a beautiful way to describe you tick me off mm -hmm. or you make me upset yes. or you cause yeah. me to be. She triggers the fear and she, anger or whatever inside She yourself. activates an interior dynamic in me. Yes. And I experience it. And I become, say, irritable or angry. Yes. And or, distant. I, or distant. Yes. Or distant. Or shut down. That's exactly. what a lot of men do. Exactly. You shut, you shut yourself down. Yeah. And then you... I'll do my best to act from the most loving part of my personality I can reach for. That's a response instead of a reaction. Yes. And this is more than semantics. It's yes. so much more. To, to say she ticks me off means that I, who I am, the ground of my being is upset, but I know that it's just a part of my personality. Mm -hmm. I've experienced it before and I'm not gonna be controlled by it anymore. Yes. And in any spiritual partnership, you are in a spiritual agreement that this person is there to bring out the best and also the most fearful parts of yourself. I just wanna read from chapter 16 here on the soul summary in spiritual partnerships. Spiritual partnership is partnership between equals of the purpose of spiritual growth. Got that. Friendships are not spiritual partnerships. Why not? Friends will try to console one another, empathize with one another, sympathize with one another. They'll try to make each other feel better when they're feeling bad. They'll celebrate when they're happy, but they won't ever try. They won't ever help their friend look at where these experiences are coming from. Spiritual partners do. You know, if a, a friend has a friend who gets divorced and is in pain, they'll say, oh, that's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay, or look, she'll come back, or don't worry about it, you're a great guy. They try to ease each other's pains. In other words, you might put it this way, friends huddle together to keep from being buffeted by the winds. Mm -hmm. Spiritual partners want to know where the winds come from. Ah. Friends don't want to rock the boat. Spiritual partners love to swim. It's the same with marriage partners, too. Marriage partners don't want to rock the boat. Got it. Right. But spiritual partners do. They want, yes. They not are afraid. underneath that boat, shaking it all the time. Well, well what, what it gets shaken all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, not it's not quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite like that. So let me finish the list here, and we can yeah. respond in any way we want. Friendships are not spiritual partnerships. That's very clarifying, because you're right. Friends say, come on in. It's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. And you know why you do that? Because it's too hard to do the other thing. If you say to your friend who's going through a difficult time, I think maybe you need to look at yourself and to yes. see why this is happening to you. Yes. Your friends get pissed off. But it's not exactly saying that either. Yeah. You, you could say in a way it is, but in a way it's saying uh, when they're in pain, helping them to develop emotional awareness. Uh -huh. What are your thoughts? You know, she's, so, she's no good. Why did I even mm -hmm. think about that? Or how am I ever going to get someone like her again? Or what are your thoughts? They'll always be judgmental or critical so they can get to know this part of their personality. Then comes the wonderful part.
the powerful part, so that they can recognize it as a part of their personality. Okay, only spiritual partnerships can satisfy individuals who are creating authentic power. Meaning if you are looking to be a person who lives authentically with your life, you are not going to be in a relationship with somebody who isn't going to give that back to you. It's not Why going to would you? Like Why if, if, if I want to be responsible for what I do, what I say, and what I create. Why would I want somebody who wants to take care of me or make me feel better or uh, uh, not support me in what's the most important thing to me, which is becoming aware and using my life in a loving way and giving the gifts that I was born to give. Why? I mean, it's not that I would disdain the company of anyone who doesn't feel that way, but there's if a natural attraction. If you're here to attraction. grow as a spiritual being, that's what you want and other people who feel the same way uh, will be drawn, will be drawn to you. And, you and to spiritual them. partners stay together as long as they grow together. Yes. They choose their own roles. They say the things they are most afraid will destroy their partnership. Absolutely. Whoa, that definitely is not and that's, marriage. That's, and that's, <laughs> no, and that's it's difficult. Not. No, it's not that's, at all. It's difficult, but it also, if you don't say those things, then you end up having a relationship that's not that's that's superficial. Where there's all that buried, repressed energy Absolutely. in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Can you grow spiritually without a spiritual partner? Um, I grew spiritually without a spiritual partner right, for you a can long work time. On yourself with that. Absolutely, mm -hmm. I did. But uh, but it's uh, but I I really wanted to accelerate my growth, and oh boy, spiritual partnership accelerates your growth because there's no hiding anymore. There's no, you know, there's no parts of the personality that are going to be unknown to me because my partner is going to support me. So what it really means, because I know a lot of people get hung up on the word spiritual, what it really means is that you are in agreement to be in relationship with somebody who is going to do nothing other than tell the absolute truth. They're going to tell you the truth, be the truth, and in ways known and unknown to you, bring out the truth in you, if, you, if you're willing to look at it. That, that makes it sound brutal, and some people are like that. Okay. You know, but that's not exactly what we have in mind. Okay, yeah, it's not, makes it's, it sound it's brutal. It's more like this. I mean, the answer to your question is yes, but there's a matter of intention and timing and appropriateness exactly. okay. involved. Exactly. I, I would say, Oprah, uh, we, I, I invite you to be my spiritual partner, and this is how it works. If you think you see something about me that you think I don't see and that it would benefit me if I did see, would you tell me? I'd appreciate it. It works like that. Uh, and, and, uh, okay. and That's the, not as brutal. And the way it's I not as brutal as being underneath the boat rocking it all the time. Well, uh, some people will say it's the honest truth. I think you are inadequate. It's the honest truth. I mm -hmm. think you are a cheat. It's the honest truth. I don't think you're being honest with yourself. You know, mm -hmm. that's, it's the intention behind it. It's the intention to support someone in creating authentic power. I see. I see. Now, here's the thing. Linda might say something to me. Uh, and, and I said if you think you see something in me, because it may be that what you yes. see doesn't have to do with me. It may be something that has to do with you and you're mm -hmm. projecting it onto me. But if I have a reaction, if I get irritable or upset or want you to mind your own business, then I know that you've said something that I would benefit from. You hit a nerve. You recognized a frightened part of my personality. That is what is meant by hit a nerve. Mm -hmm. Yes, if I had a reaction, 
So I when know. somebody presses your buttons and you have a reaction, that is a valuable experience. Yes. An opportunity in that moment mm -hmm. to have more awareness, to bring more consciousness, and to have a spiritual growing moment. Which means specifically not act on my irritability or my anger or my judgment, and instead challenge that, mm. not act on it. I see. So in the moment where somebody says something to you and you think, how dare you say that to me or how dare you treat me that way, that is a moment you can to, to look inside yourself and challenge what that, what that how dare you attitude is coming from. Yes, exactly. to not act on that energy. Yes. That, is the, that is the very moment of creating authentic power. That's when you gain spiritual traction. Mm -hmm. That's when you change your life. Mm -hmm. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. You know, it's amazing. I just went to, and I do mean amazing. The term is overused all the time. But I just recently went to visit a school in Fairfield, Iowa. It's the Maharishi School of Enhancement, where kindergartners to 12th graders mm. all meditate twice a day. And I was speaking to an eight-year-old and asking the eight-year-old how she, you know, what were the effects of meditation for her? And she said, I don't really know, but I like it. I just know that when I'm upset with my brother, I meditate and it makes me feel better. Now that is challenging a frightened part of her personality. Isn't that she amazing? doesn't have the vocabulary, yeah. Yeah. but it's still the same dynamic. She recognizes when she's upset mm -hmm. and what she chooses to do is meditate. Yes. Someone else At might- eight. At eight. At eight. At eight, exactly. And an adult might choose to uh, read something from the Bible, mm -hmm. or to chant, or to om, or to walk by a stream. You can do, you can challenge a frightened part of your personality in myriad ways. But the dynamic, once you see it, is clear. When you feel fear inside of you, if you act on it, it'll create pain. If you don't, you can choose otherwise and you can choose to create something constructive. And when you do that, you start to create authentic power. You become master in your own life. So our spiritual partnerships, our partners show up in a multitude of ways. I started out by saying that. It's not just the people that you are in uh, intimate relationship with. No. Though obviously you would want your intimate relationships to be spiritual partnerships. Yes. So what about all the single people, all the single ladies, all the single oh, ladies, yes. and all the single men who really, even though they haven't been able to articulate it, are looking for that? If you're looking for somebody to complete you, you're going to draw to you somebody who's looking for you to complete them. If you're looking for a, a, someone who fits the image of a wife and a conventional um, relationship, then you'll draw someone who's looking for the same thing. If you're looking to become more aware in your life and more responsible, you'll attract people who are looking for the same thing. And spiritual partners don't commit to bringing the best and worst out of each other. That's going to happen anyway. Just being alive, people are going to push your buttons. But they are committed to growing spiritually. I loved what you said uh, on page 102. 
When Linda and I began our journey together, my need to be adored in order to feel safe and valuable interlocked perfectly with her need to be in a relationship with a man in order to feel safe and valuable. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. And true. And true. Yes. And the challenges are beyond any that I've found and the rewards are way beyond any that I could have imagined. You just laughed when you said that the challenges are beyond any that you found. Why? Yeah. And everybody's so thrilled to hear that. I know on my staff, they're all like listening. Aren't, they, aren't you all thrilled? <laughs> Gary and Linda have challenges. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Cause well, everybody's like, is it like bliss for you all all the time? Well, you know, actually <laughs> being in a spiritual partnership no, no, it's not. is the hardest thing I've ever done ever, ever done, because there was no denial. It was always looking at myself, mm -hmm. and it was very painful. At the beginning, it was like all the time. I just mm -hmm. kept seeing things about myself and wanting to blame Gary and wanting to leave, because that's what I used to do, leave all my relationships. Mm -hmm. I would leave them once it got uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but I, I was determined to stay. I made a commitment to create authentic power, but it was quite, quite painful at first. But because I, you had to look at yourself. I had to keep looking at myself. Yes. Exactly. Ooh. But I also have experienced more joy than I've ever had mm -hmm. in my life because I am committed to that. And well, and I'm only saying this because a friend of mine is going through, is really authentically trying to do this in her relationship and has had many relationships and has been saying the same thing to me. Oh my gosh, it is really, it is hard and it is painful looking at the truth of yourself. Yes. That's right. It's not the relationship that's painful. It's what you discover in yourself <laughs> that's painful. Mm -hmm. And the relationship brings that up, mm -hmm. whether you want it to or not. You say on page 124 of um, The Seat of the Soul, actually, is that the underlying premise of a spiritual partnership is a sacred commitment between the partners to assist each other's spiritual growth. Yes. Spiritual partners are able to see clearly that there is indeed a deeper reason why they are together, and that reason has a great deal to do with the evolution of their souls. Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Exactly. That yes. is. <laughs> and that's what makes it so rich as well as so powerful. Creating Authentic Power is not a self-help program. It's not a self-improvement program. It is consciously participating in your own evolution. It is transforming yourself against a backdrop of spiritual development. It's for that reason that you become emotionally aware. It's for that reason that you learn how to make responsible choices. Just being with you all here today has made me more conscious to do that for myself. Because I'm starting to, to I, I do see it, feel it and know that a problem or any experience that shows up where I want to blame somebody else, mm -hmm. I, I now am consciously aware to be able to stop and look and see, well, what about that person am I really seeing in my, refusing to look at in myself? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, why is it showing up in my life? And now I'm going to go even deeper with that and try to do exactly what you said, yeah. fix myself instead of fixing the other person. That's the heart of it. That's it. I got it. Beautiful. That was it. That's great. Thanks. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. 
Thank you for listening. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.